Hello? Rob Grimm. I'm in Tokyo, and I'm in love. Wait a minute. Tokyo? You went there without me? That's one of the places I've always wanted to go. Ever since I saw Black Rain with Michael Douglas when he was cruising around Tokyo in motorcycles. Rob, I can't bring you anywhere. Anyway, all right. I've made friends with a few nice tattooed gentlemen from a business called the Yakuza, and they have given me... Dude, walk away. Rob, I got a hell of a deal on... Gary, do you know who the Yakuza is? Rob... I have a great idea on how we're going to distribute tutorials now. Oh, my God. Everything over here is in a vending machine. We're going to put our tutorials in the vending machine, and we're going to put vending machines all over the world full of our tutorials. You realize our tutorials are digital. Yeah, Rob, have you ever heard of a USB stick? Do you know how to use technology, Rob? Do you remember your password? No, I don't. I have a password program to remember all my passwords. The problem is remembering the password to the password program. It's complicated. Oh, my God. Rob, think about it. Vending machines in all locations around the world. You put in some money, okay, and out comes a tutorial. You're in over your head. These guys are going to do more than tattoo you. You need to get out of there. Now. Rob, Rob, just use your imagination for once this Black Friday. My imagination is telling me that you're going to get tattooed, you're going to get slaughtered, or I'm going to have to bail you out of a Tokyo prison, and I'm kind of not up for that. If eating sushi and drinking sake is considered getting slaughtered, then I am done for. You have no idea what you're doing. Welcome to the RGG EDU Podcast, where Rob and Gary talk and drink with your favorite photographers. So grab yourself a cold sarsaparilla and saddle up. In this episode, we are joined with co-founder of Picker, Paul Michaelenko. Is that right? Ooh, well done. Very well done. Yes. I na- Look nailed at you. it. Look at you, Gary Martin. Yeah. And alongside Rob Grimm, who's yeah. still alive. Oh, yeah. I'm still, yeah, my heart's still beating. Yeah. My lungs are still functioning properly. How does your heart feel after five um, days of this? Uh, it's kind of, it, it, the rhythm is off for yeah. sure, um, but it's okay. I, I think I sometimes feel my heart stop for like six seconds at a time, and then it just jolts back in. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Might be are you having that experience too? Yeah, I know exactly <laughs> what you're talking about. <laughs> exactly. So Paul, uh, you guys recently launched um, a whole new platform called Picker, correct? Yeah. P-I-C-R yeah. dot exactly. com. Mm-hmm. Walk us through that. What what does it do? Yeah, well, it does it does a ton. Um, actually, we are not even uh, exhibiting uh, on the show floor uh, at conferences like this because the software just does so much, and there's no way in like five minutes, uh, even less. I mean, people walk by; they give you like thirty seconds actually to tell them what what it does. Yeah. So we're doing we reach people in places where it's more natural to to our product, like their desktop environment at home. Yeah. Anyway, so we. Um, are kind of re-envisioning uh, what studio management is for the creative service industry. And when we think studio management, we're thinking more like what Shopify did for the e-commerce industry uh, is what we want to do for the creative service industry. And so photography is our first main niche that we're going after, you know, kind of full force. Mm-hmm. But the idea is, you know, before uh, Shopify, if you wanted to sell product online, uh, you had to, you know, create a website and then build like, you know, WordPress plugin with like WooCommerce or something. I don't know if you ever use that. It's just, it's a real pain in the butt. And then, you know, checkout and everything. And that was just very difficult. Yeah. Um, yeah, Shopify comes in, simplifies it, uh, brings all the essential tools together into one platform. And this is kind of, we're entering into an era of platforms right now because they just, they simplify the user experience just so much. And with like the dawn of microservices, it's possible to build pretty big platforms 
uh, because they, under the hood, they utilize a lot of other technology. Anyways, so we're building a platform that brings all these tools and, and, and makes life just a whole lot easier for creative people who are trying to grow a business. So what's your background? How'd you, how, why did you pick these, this photo sector as the first sector of where you want your business to go? What's your background in this? Yeah, so through college, I, uh, I shot a lot of different um, pro- projects with my brother who's, who just recently phased out of photography, but he's been doing it for, for many, many years. Mm-hmm. And I shot one wedding by myself, um, which shouldn't have happened, to be honest. <laughs> that was just a terrible <laughs> idea. One. Yeah, well, I was always second shooter, and then, and then he got sick, and, and it was my time to shine. And let's say it wasn't, it wasn't so shiny? So shiny, yeah. yes. What happened? Did you, like, fall into the, the buffet table and knock over the wedding cake? And See, that would have been actually interesting. Then I would <laughs> at least have a story out of it. Well, let's tell it. Let's, let's make that up, that you've... Not, not only did you do that, you ran off with the bride. Let's make it really interesting. Oh, man, that's, that's like, a whole new level. <laughs> well, if I'm you're not, gonna I tell don't us, know if I'm that intense. If you're going to tell a story, tell a story. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. Um, yeah, so I did some photography. Um, my undergrad's actually in, in music and vocal performance, um, and, and then I've done many different other things. Um, but now I'm doing web design, uh, actually. You know what you just signed up for? Seeing us a jingle that we're going to use for this episode. Yeah, do, nice do, one. Do yeah. So you have about 20 to 30 minutes to figure out what the jingle is. That was a long time ago. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Keep going. Yeah. Okay. So, um, anyways, yeah. Um, as, as like a creative, I mean, at heart, I, I see myself as an artist fundamentally, but I'm like a left brain, right brain kind of an artist. Mm-hmm. Um, so um, figuring out the business side of life is actually also very exciting to me. And, 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 and then now helping creatives really monetize their craft is like the passion. Uh, because I, I talk to so many of them, you know, they'll grow these Instagram accounts with like, you know, awesome, awesome work. Like fine art stuff that's just in- incredible. And, and like thousands and hundreds of thousands of followers. And I'll ask them, how are you monetizing it? And, and they'll really struggle and kind of fumble right. through it. And, and so, like, I start, you know, pitching ideas. I'm like, why, why don't you sell, like, prints through your Instagram account? Do, like, a little, you know, e-commerce thing where you print them. And these are people who love you. Like, going to a gallery for millennials, like, we don't really go to galleries anymore. Our galleries are on our Instagram. So why not sell it there? You know, so you kind of meet the people where they're at and offer the product to them. Are people really buying people's Instagram photos, though? That's a thing, yeah. Yeah, it's a, it's a thing. Like a like a printed version of it. Yeah, yeah. Like high quality print, yeah. And that's what your your website will somehow link. No, no, no. Your... I'm just throwing this out there he's as just, like a he's thing. Just looking yeah. at ways for people to monetize. What yeah, they do. yeah, yeah. So, anyways, that our our passion is to help creatives make money, and and we're like fanatical about that. And so we've built a platform that's really geared around business management and growth. So, in a nutshell, I mean, I could walk you through the main kind of features just so you kind of know mm-hmm. the scope of it. Uh, so first, uh, in kind of the business cycle, is having a really good web presence. So we do offer uh, a web builder where you can build a website very easily. It's very clean. Um, and, uh, but most importantly, uh, it's, it's tools, tools to convert traffic into you know, actual clients. And this is where we find that photographers especially really struggle. Mm-hmm. Because the, the industry wisdom is you, you know, add a contact form somewhere on your page. And you get your website out there, and hopefully, uh, if they like your work and they're interested, they'll click on the contact button, go to your contact form, and fill it out, right? Mm-hmm. But think to yourself, when is the last time you made a buying decision online using that behavior? I don't think I ever have. I, don't, I mean, the only time I filled out a contact form was like 
I think when my my washing machine broke down, you know, and then you fill it out to, for, for like General service, Electric, yeah. and you never expect to hear back anyway. Um, it's just it's it's a foreign experience, and and it doesn't convert well. It just doesn't. And and so um, giving photographers tools to convert their visitors. Um, but now look at this. So uh, if if you just say, well, you should like install some plugins from WordPress or something, you know, to photographers. Uh, there are so many of them out there. You know, there's these like lead capture things where they're offering like PDFs and stuff. Um, they're not all uh, native to the photography industry. So what we've done is um, kind of thought of a flow of kind of the, the most the most common uh, customer journey. So they land on a photographer's page. The first thing they need to see is images that are relevant to them. Mm-hmm. They think, okay, this is my guy or this is my gal. Like this is, I, I need this photographer. And the next question is uh, probably has something to do with pricing. So then you need like a call to action that would address their next question. Mm-hmm. And so we've built like calls to action into our templates that are, you know, spread out everywhere. So as soon as you click on it, it opens this beautiful questionnaire that you customize, you know, every question. And it doesn't feel like a contact form. It's actually a very like pleasant way to, you know, start a conversation. But more importantly, and kind of most uniquely, we've built uh, this widget that you can chat in real time. So this is also really interesting. Have you heard of a company called Intercom? Yeah. No. You know, yeah. <clears throat> yeah. they're huge. I mean, they're they're growing so fast, and they're kind of re um, reimagining what uh, website chat should be. Yeah. Uh, it always used to be just kind of a customer service thing, mm-hmm. but now it's becoming uh, a lead capture and a sales thing, and and companies are just jumping on this because it works, and so we're offering the same technology for photographers, and uh, and you, you install this widget, and and, and they've, they've done research. If somebody uh, chats with you in real time while they're on your site, they're 82 times more likely to convert. Who are they actually chatting with, though? Because a photographer does not have the ability to be online all the time. Well, you so. can program it to text your phone, right? Well, so we, it, we, is, it is designed well, to actually intercom, contact the photographer. Intercom so. does it that way. So they fill out a form. You just instantly get this text. You respond back. It appears as if you're talking with someone. They could be anywhere with pants on or pants off. You don't know. Well, that's the beautiful thing about the Internet. You don't know. Yeah, it's mostly pants off. Leaves it a lot for your imagination, yeah. doesn't it? Yeah. <laughs> that just went in a completely different direction. It always didn't does. It? You, it, you, yeah. Clearly, you all of a sudden, the web well. chat <laughs> with yeah. pants out just means something else. Yeah. Completely. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, that that happens a lot. Well, we're not adding video to the chat. No, oh, good. It's just chat. Um, yeah. But but no, we have an app that so that that makes it a lot easier. Uh, you just download the app, and Intercom also has a good app. Okay, so right, that's 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 like one big thing: tools for conversion. Um, and then, and then, of course, it's the flow for following that. So once you capture leads, it's all the tools required to nurture the leads. This is another area we find that photographers tend to struggle. Like you'll get a lead and just forget about them, um, just not follow up. It yeah. happens all the time. Mm-hmm. Sure. And they're they're missed uh, missed opportunities. Right? opportunity. Yeah. yeah. And so you got to record it somewhere, and then you have to like create a reminder. You know. So it's you know we build tools that help you do just that. There's like a section that you click on, and it's just leads. Um, and then when they're ready to book, of course, kind of the traditional now, now is kind of the more traditional uh, studio management, you know, expectations. So like invoicing, signing contract, um, you know, all the kind of project management feature set. Um, we're, we're, and we also included image delivery in that um, because it's just so easy um, and convenient to have it in one place. Uh, so that's kind of the scope of it. Um, how, did, yeah, how did you study the industry? So you, you didn't you don't come from a photography background. You identified this as, as a well. You do a little bit, a little bit, yeah. Um, 
how did you go about studying the needs of photographers and understanding your competition too? Because there's there's so many different studio management programs, and all of them have yeah, strengths yeah. and all of them have weaknesses. Yeah. Um, what was that process like to learn and study and break down before you even built this stuff? Yeah, well, that's an awesome question, um, and that kind of maybe goes into our story a little bit as a startup. Yeah, because we've pivoted. We've had a really major pivot uh, about two years ago. Uh-huh. Um, so the initial vision uh, and, 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 and plan was actually to build a photography marketplace mm-hmm. where people could find and book photographers, like an Airbnb for right. you know, photographers. And, and we built that and, um, and, 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 I mean, spent just an inordinate amount of money and had a great team and realized something very interesting uh, about the industry. And it's just, you know, because I'm answering your question kind of a via no, story, that, yeah, right? Uh, we just got into it, started doing it, and started learning. And... Um, uh, so we learned that the most, uh, well, like the consumer behavior for booking a photographer uh, and finding a photographer, the, the first question or, or the first um, uh, action is not to go on Google and search for a photographer. Uh, the first action is actually ask your friend or post on Facebook, can you recommend a photographer? Like that's how people are finding photographers. It's through networks. It's mm-hmm. through referrals. And most people, of course, know that. Um, and we just kind of had to learn that the hard way because... Um, the to to retrain the consumer now to go to a platform uh, to to find and book a photographer was going to take time. It was going to be expensive. So we still see tons of value in that and want to want to do that down the road because um, once we have all the photographers in our platform, that'll be easy. Um, um, and then and then we decided to kind of go the the route of like Open Table, where they first created a system for managing reservations and then opened it up to the public. So then we pivoted, uh, rebranded at that time. Uh, kind of like up their game in many many different ways, uh, and then and then just started thinking really critically. Okay, so um, you know, at that time we're thinking there's actually even an even bigger kind of problem, and this does not just relate to photography. It's kind of the creative service. Uh, there there is a business cycle mm-hmm. that undergirds um, you know ninety nine percent of like the situations. And so we just started thinking really hard, what is that business cycle? What does it look like? What are like the main actions and how does the cycle like feed itself? I don't know if you heard like the story of Uber um, when they penciled together, uh, Travis and, and, and a few others, yeah. um, you know, kind of this, this, this cycle of like the more drivers we get, the faster the response time is, the more people will book, the more drivers we'll get, you know. Mm-hmm. So like they found like this magic ring, you know, um, through which kind of the system was was built around so we, we we did that with like the business cycle of the creative service industry and then started building tools around it um so it's not just like oh what are they doing what are they doing okay i guess we should kind of do something you know so we're not yeah. like bouncing off just what's done mm-hmm. uh but trying to kind of return to the fundamentals um again thinking in a very modern environment now um just like what are what are well, you know what are the best companies doing right now and what's working yeah and how do we you know, offer that. Yeah, you always have to stick to the fundamentals, but since the game kind of changes, you have to change the way those fundamentals work. For sure, yeah. for sure. Let's yeah. back up to when you started this. How long ago did you guys sit down and say, all right, we're creating a company? Uh, that was about about three, three and a half years ago now. So three, and how many of you guys were there? Like, um, were part of the it was a, it, co-founder it, team. Initially, initially, the story gets even more fun. Um, right. the, 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 no uh, pants again. The team, yeah. the team was launched uh, doing like high-end uh, printing, like fine art kind of high-end printing, and offering a solution that actually is like really high-quality prints uh, on in a scalable way, okay. so making it affordable but 
you know, changing the way that, you know, the frames were done, et cetera. And, uh, and that's when I joined the team. Um, and then through many conversations, um, that was a great project to be working on, but we're like, you know what, what we really want to do is, is build software right now and do, um, you know, the marketplace. So then we just pivoted and just left everything just like, so abandon that project. Abandon yeah. all the printers, everything. And just, they're still there in a warehouse. That yeah. It's just closed. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, some of them were sold off, but a lot of it, we just kind of, and just pivot and move on and just, yeah. So yeah. how many of you were there that started with Picker? Um, initially the team was about six or so or five. Yeah. Um, and then, uh, during the marketplace days, we grew to about 35 or so or 30. Um, I don't remember the exact numbers to be honest. Um, and then after this we pivoted like four, three years ago, something like that. Uh, yeah. When we marketplace was about three years ago. Yep. Uh, and that was a, I mean, it was a product, span. or this was before this was just building picker. This was the first version of Picker, yeah. um, which was the marketplace, and that's when our team was the biggest. And, um, and I mean, it was it was really fun times. I mean, do you guys watch Silicon Valley? No, yeah. no. What? No. Somebody watches Silicon yeah. Valley in the house. Does. Does. You got to watch Silicon Valley. Okay, that's just. <laughs> yeah, you yeah. just it's, that's just it's that's definitely on my list. That's one of those. Um, so, how did you guys raise money? Obviously, you're starting, you know, with a, a lot of time-intensive work of coding. And just development. Like, yeah, where's, where's this money cheap. come from? Yeah, no, it's not. Um, so one of our co-founders uh, has had many different ventures in the past. And uh, he's a successful. What's that? You have a Daddy Warbucks on your team? <laughs> we kind of do. Yeah. <laughs> and it's okay so, to admit. And so he he has been, um, I mean, now there's a, um, um, there's like a venture company that's uh, backing us. But um, he, he has been the primary investor all along. Can you talk about how much money you guys have raised to, to launch this puppy? I believe so, because we're getting ready for our A round, and um, you know, seed rounds are yeah. not secret. Yeah. Um, uh, I'm going to give you a range, though. Sure. Um, it's between two and three million. Oh, okay. Yeah. What are the biggest costs for you guys in terms of getting this up? Is it in the coding? Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> Where are I'm sure the coders are all over the world. They are. Yeah. They are. And and we're we're using like top of the line technology to build this. This is not like patchwork. iMac Pros. That's one of the things that's yeah. really scary about <laughs> so many different websites, particularly when you're using a, a different plugin for one function and a different WordPress plugin for another. Yeah. That can cause a ton of problems. It can just break down and, and bring your whole site down. Yeah. And if for a photographer, well, really for anybody in business these days, if their site goes down, it's kind of a really huge problem. Well, and the challenge so, is they might not know that it went right. down or the contact form broke and they don't even know. So how do you, how are you eliminating that for the photographer and getting that off of our plate? So we, we have one assurance that it's going to work and two, we don't have to worry about if it goes down something, you know, what do we do then? Yeah, because we're actually managing their site. We're actually managing the platform. Like when you do WordPress, like nobody's managing it. If something breaks, they're not going right. to do anything for you. You know what I'm saying? So um, that's that's first of all. Secondly, though, uh, the technology we're using to do this is, I mean, like the language is only uh, several years old. What is the language? Uh, React JavaScript. React JavaScript. Yeah. yeah. I don't know anything about coding, so. I mean, I'm not the technical guy. He would tell you all the details. But to find developers that are on par with kind of the standards that we have is so, so hard. We probably will interview and test 10 to 15 for every one that we keep. Yeah. 
Um, so how long will a very basic improvement or feature on a site take and like how much back and forth and testing and what, is, what yeah. does that look like? Well, we've this, and this is what's cool because we, we have a team that has been kind of refining that process. This is the advantage of startups is you're nimble, you're agile, and you can do things fast. And, and yep. I mean, Facebook was always talking about that's why they became as awesome and big as they are now. Rob is actually lightning fast and super nimble. If we got to like run out of an area, oh, I'm, he's I'm there. there. He's like ahead of the curve. Awkwardly fast. You wouldn't think that he'd be that fast, but it's one of my superpowers. Super aerodynamic. He's, yeah, he's yeah. like startup incarnate. It's I'm sleek. I'm not bulbous. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he's not faster than me. <laughs> he's not faster than me, but he's fast. <laughs> and welcome yeah. to the podcast. Paul, does, Paul yeah. he's so confused. I hope no, 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 no. I was like, I don't know what to do to these, with these guys. I don't know how to react. He's just, I've, th- I've, he's thinking of the jingle, to be honest. <laughs> that he's going to sing at the yeah, end of he's the podcast. Got, he's it's only got about left brain, right brain. Yeah, the right oh, brain is yeah. another yeah, speed podcast. <laughs> All right, That's so right. you've you've launched what a couple months ago? You've initially were uh, out of beta, or are you still in beta? Yeah, beta was all of last year. Beta um, was in last year. Okay. In October yeah. was our kind of official announcement. Yeah, yeah. And how you how you feel? Are you guys on par with growth and users? And yes, yes. Um, I mean, anytime anybody first launches, um, they got to figure out what onboarding is going to look like. Yeah, and that's just. You guys use bad words here. I don't know. Yeah, oh, yeah. Yeah. You yeah. can say. You can say clusterfuck if that's what you were looking to yeah. say. That's yeah. exactly what I was thinking. Same. That's what yeah. I was thinking of onboarding. Mind reading. Right. Yeah. And uh no, it's just it's it's so it's so difficult. So we've 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 tried several different versions and with each one it's getting better because how do you bring somebody to switch all their habits and behaviors mm-hmm. to a completely new system? Uh and, and Well, how do you educate them? I mean that's to me, if I'm gonna make a switch, I need to know how to do that, right? Exactly. Um actually that's not true. I need to hire somebody who's gonna know how to do that. But yeah. the the point is, um, yeah. how do you how do you sell to somebody to get to get them, or how do you educate them to really understand that this is a viable option for them and it's going to go smoothly? Yeah, that's that's a real big challenge. Um, we don't have like a content um, in house like content production mm-hmm. um, um, uh, side of us yet. Uh, that's that's yet to come. Uh, one thing that we're going to start doing though, in terms of education for you know the value that we're offering. Uh, something that nobody else that we know of is doing. You know how they do like photo reviews all the time and that's mm-hmm. like a thing. Um, we're going to do website reviews for photographers. Just like sitting down and just go through your website and tell you well, what's working. What's I not do that all the time. For, for well, You're doing it from an artistic standpoint. Yeah. He's talking about a technical. technical. Yeah. Well, and from like a business perspective, like right. is it going to convert? Like is this? Yeah. That's awesome. Um, that's so, a huge service. And we're going to just like make all that, you know, available for people to see just kind of how we're thinking. Uh, about these things uh, so but yeah no, no no right now we we launched it's really good i mean growth is is, is good it's not fast mm-hmm. because the pro- uh, the platform is so big and 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 we're new nobody really knows right. about us we don't have any like brand awareness but you know even in this time um red bull photographers reached out to us and they wanted to have their photographers using it um so we you know created a thing with them um let's see asmp uh, has added it to their kind of um, member list um Peter Hurley switch his studio and the headshot crew. Oh, awesome. Uh, they're using it. So, um, I mean, we're getting, we're getting, you know, pretty cool people, mm-hmm. uh, pretty excited about it. So, um, <clears throat> with that, you know, right now we're, this is the big exciting thing that I can announce here. Cause we haven't like formally announced it, uh, is that, uh, we're completely redoing our pack- packaging structure. So, uh, all the features are going to be a la carte. Mm-hmm. You only pay for the features that you want to use. 
So like how many features are there? There are four major ones. Yeah. And um we just actually published the page on our um on our website and it's just bigger.com slash pricing and you'll see that um you know like the widget set of features. Mm-hmm. So it's like the widget, lead management, CRM, um the dashboard, like that whole set of tools is five bucks a month. Oh. Super competitive. Yeah. Yeah. That's how'd you guys come up with uh your pricing? And is that well, why, why five five bucks a month? We want to be super aggressive and competitive, and because we're, um, I mean, people who are signing up for Picker right now are early adopters, and early adopters should always be rewarded mm-hmm. for their risks, yeah. you know. Uh, and so, uh, we think it's a it's a pretty fair kind of. Um, plus, we we, we want to scale. We would rather have more people using it, and uh, yeah. and, and 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 monetize through just volume. Uh, and, and make the service available to more people. How many working photographers do you think there are out there? Like, what's what's the market? Yeah, in the worldwide? U.S. or worldwide? Both. Both. Well, we know in the U.S. Um, those who report income, it's it's about one hundred fifty to two hundred thousand. So not a lot. Yeah. But that our 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 prospective clients is much more than those who report their income as photographers. There's a lot of photographers who do it as a hobby and just they still have clients to manage, uh, et cetera. Um, but then globally, it's it's ginormous, of course. Yeah. And this it sounds like from the beginning of our conversation, this is something scalable for you. You're looking at this. This is the first step in the creative market. Yes, yes. Uh, so by by next year, um, our efforts will be mostly mostly outside of photography. So what are the other creative industries that you're going to target? Yeah. Well, we could start with you know just like the wedding ecosystem, for example. Mm-hmm. You know, so anybody who's doing like event planning or a florist or um, I don't know everything you know that's related to that. It's the same system, you know. Hmm. They got to invoice and book and you know get right. paid, etc. So and then you could go and be outside of that. So like designers, right? Um, I mean, there's just there's so many yeah. like it's it's it just independent contractors in general is trending up so much. Um, you yeah. know, and by the year 2020, I think they're supposed to be close to. I think was it 40 million uh, uh, people that work or will work in some sort of independent contractor i want to say 60 was it 60 i thought it was 60 or yeah. 65 million and that's just in the united states by yeah. 2020 yeah. so it just kind of goes to i mean the internet is allowing everyone to be a coder in india and then working with you guys you know here and yeah, yeah. it's just making it you know easy for for independent contractors to plus to, here to you run know, their own business companies are changing ad agencies are not what they used to be at all yeah the big conglomerates are mm-hmm. yeah, who have bought monstrous amounts of ad agencies all of those yeah. agencies are changing um, they need to be far more nimble they don't need to have as many people on yeah. staff they don't want as many people on staff reps are folding mm-hmm. they don't want older people you know, with that, the bigger salaries. I know they all, they're smelling and stuff. Old people smell. Oh God, he's starting to get it too, Rob. I'm like, damn, he's I starting do, to get that old man smell. I do not have old man smell. You, I am like the most hygienic guy you know, and you know it. That's maybe true. That is true. That's that's pretty. You keep a really like, well grimmed beard, or goatee. You gotta keep the you gotta keep the lines clean. And man. your hair whips. Have you ever seen him do a hair whip? No, that's no, that's incredible. It. Give him one. I, I can't. I've got headphones on. Right well, now. come on, just. Yeah, see? <laughs> <laughs> that was pretty good. Rock on, rock on. That was pretty good. Not bad for an old guy, right? Yeah. <laughs> so what's your marketing team look like? How many people do you have doing what? Um, we share a lot of responsibilities. So right now... So how many employees are there right now? Uh, like 
we have many contractors, so the exact number, I don't know. Um, it's going to be between 12 and 15. Okay. Um, so because I don't manage the developers, um, I don't, I try, we try to, you know, each, each kind of focus on our own tasks and, uh, Mark, most of marketing is done between David and I. Um, so we did, you know, the giveaway recently that was pretty crazy cause it was yeah. the biggest giveaway in the history of the world. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> was it? What'd you give away? Like everything, <laughs> everything <laughs> gave away everything. And at five bucks a month, man, you gotta you gotta have to make yeah. that all back. <laughs> yeah, no, there was like uh, twenty seven thousand dollars of stuff. Um, wow, cool. So that was fun. There's like forty partners, and you guys, you know, were part of it, so that was yeah. fun. Um, anyways, that was cool. Um, uh, but yeah, marketing. You know, we're exper- we're experimenting with different you know uh, channels. So um, we have yet to find like the golden channel for us. Um, we're just we just started, so uh, we've only tried like what two. You, what do you hate the most about running your running a business and being your own a, a co-founder at a startup? What do you struggle with? Oh, I have to think about that one now because I love so much of it. That one would be much easier. What do I hate the most? Well, let's start with what you love and see if that triggers what you hate. Don't don't change no, no, my no, question. No, we'll, we'll, we'll okay. <laughs> okay. Don't okay. tell me what to do. Don't tell me what to do. Don't tell <laughs> me what to do. <laughs> We've confused Paul again. <laughs> do I answer or do I, yeah. Yeah. No. Yeah, do, I, do I play along with the joke? Just do your best. <laughs> um, I'm just um, probably the hardest thing is we're super aggressive about releasing features, and we. Um, don't always have the time uh and and just the the resources to do um um kind of the kind of testing that we should be doing um you know to a feature yeah so we'll be testing you know like last minute on our development server and you know and i'm just sitting and it's like crazy hours and you know we have a release tomorrow so um better get it right yeah yeah, you know and it's just it you know it's you might have things planned and, you know, you just kind of have to drop everything and yeah, yeah. you just, so there's like, there's, there's a lot that I really enjoy doing, but you know, some, some of the more like, uh, technical and kind of boring stuff you just have to do. And there's, because you have to wear so many hats. Actually, that, that's what it is. Yeah. The thing that's the hardest is, is you have to wear just so many hats. Yeah. Yeah. We and, get that. And like, I, I'm, I'm doing a lot of the, actually all the designs right now and to design well, like you just have to focus on that. Yeah, but when I'm doing marketing and yeah, you get distracted. You know, yeah, it's, it, and I want to do too like many things. You're doing them good, but not great, you know. And it's just the grind of every single day. You're you're in your business. And you're not working on your business. That's we, we learned hey. that in the last podcast. Good, good yeah. line. You know. Yeah, I like it. I know yeah. that really moved me. It was good. I got a little teary eyed when she said that. You two, I, yeah, you guys were yeah. connecting. Mm-hmm. So. Mm-hmm. 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 How's that uh, jingle when coming? You, you almost got it. It's gonna make you cry. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Yes. Yes. Do you have like an advisory board of photographers to give you feedback? How how do you how do you get yeah, feedback? Great question. Uh, we had an alpha team initially um, that uh, that started that kind of process, and now it's just it's a, just a close group of photographers that mm-hmm. um, um, uh, that are very um, kind of um, receptive and they're like on our radars. Um, but really it's the people we partner with. Those are the people we listen to the most, most right now. So right now, like, you know, if Peter Hurley's requesting certain things. Right. And he always is. He's so needy. Damn. Oh, he is the most needy guy. He's out there. always wanting something. God. 
You know Peter Hilly was born with six fingers on his right hand? He had a, like a really small one that they had to take off. I'm just not going to comment. I'm not going <laughs> to comment. <laughs> Peter really doesn't want to talk about it. Yeah. So ask don't ask him. No, don't. Yeah, don't. Yeah, don't bring it up. It's a sensitive subject. Yeah. Right. And he still has a little bone spur on the side. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Weird. <laughs> mm. <laughs> you almost ready for that jingle? Yeah. No, I, I was just kidding. I wasn't oh, shit. We weren't. God damn it. <laughs> so, so what's next? What are you looking forward to the most? What's on your horizon? What's the next three months look like? Um, scaling. Scaling. Man, scaling is exciting. Yeah. Yeah, because you see the potential. Yeah. Right? You're yeah. starting to reach it. Yeah, and once you like think about scaling and and, and and just see the potential of it, like you were saying, it's hard to do anything that doesn't have scaling in it that's where like i know photographers you know a lot of them want to scale their business and it's so hard because it's just it's limited to their hours you know how much they can shoot um and that's what we're you know really excited here is is, um is to offer this to as many people as possible so we'll be scaling with the widget um that's going to be like the driver um onboarding people first just to that because it's simply you just add a javascript to your website and it's there you know, I would almost argue that most photographers don't understand scaling at all. They just think about getting another job. Yeah. Like, and they've got yeah. two jobs, now they want four jobs. Um, but they don't really think about it in terms of scale, meaning they're not looking at their business, the services that they offer, and how do they increase that um, in succession, meaning stepping up each and every month, each and every year. I don't think enough photographers actually consider the idea of scale. It's not part of the business lexicon. No, and well, it's really hard because just the the nature of it is just kind of bound to your hours. So to scale, then you need to build like a studio and have more photographers. But that's really challenging because Mm -hmm. you kind of are the brand. Absolutely, as a photographer, I am the brand. People are hiring me for my vision. Yeah, they don't want to hire some not second, third, fourth shooter. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, So it's uh, scaling unless it's weddings. That's a different deal. You know, that's true. That's true. Some weddings, some wedding photographers are the marquee. Yes, yeah, it's an interesting business. Really yeah, interesting. Business. Yeah, yeah. But you know, I, I think most photographers see themselves as artists, and they do it not even so much for money, but just they, they freaking love it. Yeah, they, it's they a just great thing love. They, do. they love photography, and um, and so they're just they're thinking, how can I monetize this? Just uh, like artists aren't looking to get rich typically. Um, if it happens, it happens to a very sm- a very small percentage of them, um, and and. Right. It, you know, and and so it's it's how how do I be stable and 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 have the, the lifestyle that I want, um, but not necessarily like I'm going to take over the world right. with this camera. That's a little harder. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Yeah, 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 totally. absolutely. So, do you feel like you have a direct competitor? Because you do so much that most people don't. I mean, there are plenty of services that offer a way to build a website. There are plenty of services that offer invoicing and estimating. Um, there are scheduling services. Yeah, yeah. Do you have a direct competitor that is doing the full service that you are? No, no. All, our competitors are segmented, so it's yeah. all of kind of the segments. I mean, there are some kind of like studio management uh, softwares out there, of course, and you know they're great and they have a user base, and uh, but but they're fundamentally different. Like, I don't think any of them would say that they're trying to do what Shopify did to the e-commerce um, you know world. So, like, I think the the ambition maybe is different. I, I'm guessing. I, we haven't talked to right. them about that, but just judging based on the feature sets. Uh, it's mostly kind of around just kind of project management, not necessarily the full scope of, you know, web presence and all the way down through image delivery. So, um, no, I think no, yeah. no competitor. 
You've got a really interesting product. I'm I'm really excited about it. I can't wait to see how the next few months go for you and kind of watch this thing launch because it's pretty cool. I know. We're pretty excited, too. Yeah, good. Where do you want people to go check you out? All right. It's picker.com, P-I-C-R.com. Nice and short. I like that. Yeah. Even I can remember that. I think I just came up with a jingle. Want to hear it? (laughs) Yeah. Let's do it. All righty. Get your your dulcet tones Mm. warmed up. La, 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 la. The best part of this podcast was Paul Michael Lenko. Nice. <laughs> you think? What do you nice. think? I'm, well, two things. I'm going to give you amazing props for coming up with a great jingle. Original, too. It was original. But it had nothing to do with Picker. It had everything to do with Paul, though. It had everything to do with Paul. I couldn't figure out how to... How would you do it and fit in Picker? I don't know. I haven't thought about it. Um, well, think about it quickly. Oh, Come God. on. Let's do it. Put your money where your mouth is there, Rob. I know. You can't do it, can you? I know, I can't. No? I'm going to fail. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> well, Paul, thank you so much for stopping by. Um, it was great seeing you at the party. It's yeah. always a pleasure Thanks. chatting. Thanks, guys. And, uh, we'll probably see you soon somewhere. I, I'm sure we will. Yeah. Well, there's... there's the photo industry is not that big, and yeah, we see each other all the time. See you online. Yeah, thanks for coming. Yeah, nice thanks, guys. This was a lot of fun. To download this podcast and the entire season, go to rggedupodcast.com. And also subscribe and give us some feedback. Write us a review on iTunes and Google if you're on Google and not iTunes or Stitcher or SoundCloud. Let us know. Every Wednesday, hump day. Hump day. Think of hump day as podcast day from RGG. What do you want to do on Wednesday except hump. spend it with oh. RGG? Oh, yeah, that. Lord, Gary, it's a family show. It was. This podcast is officially over. See you next time. For those of you who might not know what we're doing on Black Friday, should we tell them? No. Let's tease him. Let's give him a little idea. Let's give him a. A glimmer of hope. Okay, so at RGG EDU, we focus on revealing the secrets from working pro photographers and retouching in the industry to give you a leg up on the competition. And why is that? Is it because we believe that the best education comes from those who are working pros? Absolutely, Rob. And we believe that you shouldn't have to go to two to four year school to learn this education. No, because that's crazy expensive. It's fun, but it's crazy expensive. So we're making photography education accessible to the entire world at rggedu.com. And this Black Friday, we're doing something. We're making an offer so great that we can't even mention it. No, we can't. This This microphone would explode if I even thought about it. That's heavy. Go to rggedu.com right now, and you can sign up anywhere, and we will alert you about the Black Friday deals this November 23rd, 2018. Should we sing our jingle? Yeah. Do you finally have a jingle? rggedu.com.